0: No shock, Sherlock. The podcast about the trailers for the movie Detective Pikachu. My name is John Barr. That's a helicopter. That's gonna be fun. I'm not even gonna bother editing that out. Welcome to LA. <laughs> and then uh, I'm also joined, along with Mr. Helicopter, I'm joined by John Epstein. John, how are you? How are we going? Uh, I'm do. I'm doing good, buddy. I'm. Oh, and the helicopter left. Cool. So I probably got like five seconds of that. And then I just brought it up for no good reason. That's good.
1: So that's they, they call LA Helicopter City for a reason.
0: That's but true. The big helicopter. That's what we. That's what it's called. <laughs> what do they call Seattle? Do they call that the Big Starbucks
1: now? So we got yeah. Um, it, it's the um, big Bezos. He, he's become the entire city. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. We also, it used to be Jet City when Boeing was really big out here, which is kind of a badass name. Oh um, yeah. Hell yeah,
0: dude. Well, uh, how yeah, about so we I
1: talk my, a little I bit... I my cat to, to Jet City Animal Hospital. so Oh, no. Actually really cool about that. Wait, what was that? I heard I Animal think Hospital. My vet is called Jet City Animal Care.
0: Okay. Jet City it's Animal very Care. That's
1: cool. a very cool name.
0: Yeah, that's kind of baller. And I'm glad that animals are going to the hospital. That's good.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a healthy boy. So we're good. Excellent.
0: I'm sorry... If, Gang, I'm sorry if the energy is weird. I was telling John, I am like a little bit in caffeine withdrawal, so I don't know how much of this episode is going to make sense, but I also don't know, comparatively, if any of the other episodes really made sense. So this is going to be a fun experiment, John. Thank you for joining me on this journey.
1: We'll see what what happens. Yeah, I just had a a traumatic moment in a Whole Foods, so I'm also coming down from that. Yes, I was gonna say I like
0: only mentioned that I was like, oh no, but yeah, like so th- that almost sounds like a the beginning of a studio comedy where the fella just drops all his groceries in the street and he's like, oh man, <laughs> could this day get any worse? And then it does. It always does.
1: Then it then it gets worse. I go on No Shock Sherlock sure and it's 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 worse.
0: Oh no, <laughs> it's worse <laughs> because I'm just slowly losing my mind
1: and you're stuck no, with my me day for is, a half hour. My day. Is, my day is infinitely better now. Aw, thank you, buddy.
0: Yeah, let's talk. Let's just let's just talk about this trailer. Uh, how happy did it make you?
1: Um, so I didn't. I, I sort of thought it was like a like a Reddit joke, like someone had put this together or something. Um, and then I watched it with my roommate, who's a really big Pokemon guy uh, who still plays Pokemon Go and stuff. Mm. And we were just really really unsettled by it. At first. Oh,
0: was it the animation or was it just the fact that it existed?
1: It's a little bit. It, I think it's uh, it's Ryan Reynolds' voice which just freaks me out in Pikachu's body. But it's also there's sort of this weird uncanny valley going on with the at the animation for the Pokemon that that threw us off for a while. Oh yeah. Um, having now watched it like 30 times, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> it takes like, a minute. it definitely took a while to understand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This. This podcast especially, I feel like most of the people I've had on this podcast have been, like, really pro-Detective Pikachu and really not pleased with Ryan Reynolds. So it's,
1: there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I, I've never, like, I don't really, I can't really name a lot of Ryan Reynolds movies. I guess, like, the Green Lantern is what I would know, and then Deadpool. I never saw Green Lantern. Um, I mostly just know him as Blake Lively's husband.
0: Oh, yeah. That's what like, we really need
1: to know. thinks he's funnier than he actually is, but... Having now watched it a couple times and like hearing his voice come out of Pikachu's mouth, I understand. I see what's happening.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and this is actually a very natural place uh, for me to plug the detecti Awards. The award show centered around the m- trailers for the movie Detect Pikachu, where one of the categories that I'm having people vote on is for uh, who should replace Ryan Reynolds should anything happen to him as the voice of Detect Pikachu. And I think
1: oh, dude I just, I just realized like Jesse Eisenberg would be great
0: Oh you think so I don't know man I feel like I, I am <laughs> I've been gravitating more towards like someone more like gruff voiced you know like more of a like grizzled man huh they did just do yeah I could see too that. though. that
1: like, you see that get like Terry get, like Terry Cruz on it
0: <laughs> Oh dude yeah of course Terry Cruz would be great We, we are a pro Terry Cruz family. Show the Pod. Oh, if only dude, if only. I keep seeing him tweet out like, Hey, let's do a follow sprint. I'm praying one day. Ooh, just one day he follows no shock Sherlock. Oh, I'm praying.
1: Definitely like top five top five no shock Sherlock guests if that happens.
0: Oh yeah. Hey guys, listeners out there, listen, eighteen people who on average listen to each episode of this podcast, (laughs) tweet at Terry Cruz. And let him know that the 18 of you want him to be a guest on this podcast so we can talk about how he would be great as the voice for Detective Pikachu. That's all I ask. It's
1: like, it's like Coney 2012 but Terry Crews and, and this podcast. Crews
0: 2019, yeah, 2019. I had to think about what it
1: is. Yeah, it's spooky. Ugh.
0: You know what, you know what movie has me way less excited than Detective Pikachu
1: what movie has you way less excited than
0: Detective Pikachu? Well, uh, the news broke Monday that uh, a Funko figure movie is in development. A movie centered around the Funko vinyl statue boys. You you've heard of Funkos, right?
1: Oh yeah, I do. I do know Funkos.
0: Yes, they they line the wall of almost every YouTube video about a man who's upset about new Ghostbusters
1: wow that is the most apt description i think my mom got me a funko bobblehead uh when i moved into nyu um and it was like it was like a game of thrones funko but i've never even seen game of thrones and she was really into it so that was like a self-serving gift oh,
0: but goodness. um i was
1: very i was very happy about the new ghostbusters so i don't know if that fits with me but i also never really displayed it so
0: yeah well i i i, I must confess i used to be a, a bit of a funko man uh, i still have a Oh, yeah, Funkerman, Uh, one of the Funkermans, and uh, I still have uh, all of them at my home in Philadelphia uh, with my parents, but I did not bring any of them to L.A. with me, and it really didn't take long for me to be like, you know, I don't miss them. I don't miss having to, like, cover a set of drawers with these (laughs)
1: statues. (laughs) These These are staying in the 215 for now. Yes,
0: they're singing the 215, and I want to make it very clear, because I I had this moment with John when we were talking, where I was like, dude, listen, my phone number is a 267. I swear I'm a 215 boy. I swear.
1: I don't know. We're talking on the phone right now. It says 267,
0: but... Look, I know what it... You you have to trust me, okay? You can't trust phones. You can't trust Apple. You
1: can't trust corporations. where'd 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 you go to high school?
0: Okay, well, I went to high school at the Episcopal Academy, but that's... That's its own
1: cattle effect. It's cool. I went to I went to weird Quaker school, so we're we're even.
0: Oh wait, which weird Quaker school? George School. Okay, I went to uh, Penn Charter Middle Newtown, School.
1: Newtown, Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, of course, yeah, Newtown.
1: Yep. Quakers are. weird. the man. Uh, Quakers are weird, but I like them.
0: Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, this Funko movie, you know, I. It could be fine. Like, in general, I don't mind the premise of just a Funko movie, because, you know, they just did the Lego movie, and that worked out great. But what's got me vexed about this Funko figure movie is the characters that it's supposed to be... Do you mind? I know I've sent you this, but do you mind if I just quickly read out again all of the main characters that are supposed to drive this movie?
1: No, please do, because I just pulled it up, and I'm in disbelief again. Oh, yeah
0: so reportedly the movie is going to center around the following characters wonder woman the care bears hellboy deadpool hello kitty harley quinn darth vader and my little pony characters all of them together my brain hurts
1: this this sounds like it's gonna be like uh, like Suicide Squad for furries.
0: I just yeah I don't understand like I don't understand who is sitting in the boardroom and was like because like who is this for? Who do they think is out there that's like reading this announcement? and Is like oh my, my god, god, Hellboy and Hello Kitty together? <laughs> I,
1: I I think they're thinking if they just throw enough at the wall, they're going to appeal to the largest audience. But like what 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 would this even be rated? What would
0: <laughs> exactly? Because I think like new Hellboy is rated like R, I think new uh, uh, Warbirds or hardly no, Birds of Prey, Birds of, is it Play the new uh, DC movie is going to be R I think as well, but My Little Ponies are certainly not R.
1: This could be a turn, this could be, it's like DC trying to refresh the My Little Pony brand, they're bringing in Zack Snyder.
0: Yeah, well, because, I mean, it's been a minute, because, like, My Little Pony, they had that resurgence uh, when that when Friendship is Magic started up. But, like, I, I think it may have died back down, so maybe this is their attempt to, like, kick it back up.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, the My Little Pony fandom, I feel like anything that they put My Little Pony in is going to be huge. Um, I have a friend who shot, like, a mini-documentary at the BronyCon in, like, 2014, and just watching the footage was wild, so... Oh yeah. Well, they're, they're diehards.
0: I mean, we, we talked a little bit about my high school. Uh, I had two friends of mine in high school who were fans of the My Little Pony show and they they really they really wanted me to be into it too. So I they had me watch a couple episodes of it. So I I know about the show loosely.
1: Was it is it actually is it actually as good and like universally appealing as people as as bronies make it sound? Uh
0: it's it's fine, you know. It's not it's not like bad, but I feel like there are a lot of like shows that are like animated for kids that are uh, universal and better than My Little Pony. So like yeah,
1: because the way the way that I've always thought of it, if you did you ever play that game, uh, Viva Pinata?
0: I did not, but I am familiar with Viva Pinata.
1: Okay, so Viva Pinata fucking slaps, mm-hmm. and that was totally like targeted at kids, but it wound up just being this huge game overall. Um, and you can, you can play it in some dark ways. I mean, some people did, like, factory farming of piñatas to just get to the highest score as quickly as possible, so. Oh, yeah. Definitely, go go back and check that out. It's, like,
0: (laughs) it's a killer game. I mean, I guess I'll have to, because as a, as a film connoisseur, I'm gonna want to familiarize myself with all of the players who are gonna be in this Funko movie, and, like, at this point of My Little Pony characters, all I know are, like, Twilight Sparkle, Rainbow Dash... Apple, cowboy, pink, stink. yeah, and their and their pet dragon, <laughs> gondolier, Gondo. Yeah,
1: this is gonna be wild. Dude, is there any? Are there any details attached to
0: this? Not besides, at this point. This? At this point, all we've gotten is just a breakdown of all the various characters that they want to be in it, which gave me a little bit of an idea. Because you and I, we're both writers. We're both up and coming. We both are looking for our big break, right? So I thought, you and I, you know, as people... Oh, helicopter's back. Thank you so much for joining us again, sir. Uh, Helicopter City. You know, it's great. No, I get it. You know, he he comes in. He's got a lot of projects he wants to plug. He's just looking for every outlet that'll have him. Uh, I thought... (laughs) I really am going crazy. Uh, I thought we could use this time to just try and look at this movie and come up with what we think the movie would look like. How does that sound? Oh, let's go for it. All right, great. I do have two caveats that I got to add though for this. To to really make it something that's worthy of airtime on the No Shock Sherlock podcast. Number one, we got to put Detective Pikachu in it. It's
1: yeah, and this is going to be the direct sequel to Detective Pikachu. It, at the end of the, Detective Pikachu, the world's going to open up and they're going to collide with the Funko world.
0: I like that a lot. And that's going to be a great way, yeah, so that way we can have the Funko figures interacting with real world people. Just like uh, Detective Pikachu it'll be I think that is the way to go. Uh, so I like that And then the second thing I want to add is that I think we should add Mr. Dude Lebowski into this movie because that he was just in that that Super Bowl trailer that apparently everyone got very upset about because it was a, uh, a commercial and not a movie. So I say give the fans what they want. just slap uh, Big Boy Lebowski into
1: this. Oh, I haven't even seen it. I've seen the it. trailer. I've seen Big Lebowski. But. Okay, yeah,
0: of course. No, I've, of course, of course, all of us have seen uh, the the Lazy Bowler Lebowski film. Uh, everyone's favorite Lazy I think I, Bowler.
1: I I saw it. I saw it when I was like way too young. <laughs> I, I've only seen it one time, and I think I was maybe like ten or eleven when I saw it, uh, and I had no idea what the fuck was going on. But there are still certain scenes that that popped out of my memory like a like a weird Freudian moment
0: <laughs> oh yeah well I feel like that's that's the Cohen brothers whole thing it's just weird Freudian moments yeah uh yeah but yeah I, I think that we gotta slap him into this movie somehow so that way fans will be happy and I mean really at the end of the day if you look at this cast that's clearly what this is all about it's just finding more ways to cater to just the people who buy a lot of toys
1: it's it's a very you're not you that you're saying that it's a very specific
0: demographic right honestly like
1: this this is going this isn't even about fans of the respective franchises this is about people who spend you know the people who buy toys and keep them in boxes
0: absolutely because they need
1: love they need someone who's gonna who's gonna cater to them
0: yeah well and and you know what this is i think the plot of the movie is that a real life man is kidnapping these sentient Funkos, slamming them in boxes, and our heroes have to try and set them all free.
1: Ooh, get this. It's like, it's like Toy Story, but dark.
0: Exact, Dude, finally. Friggin' Toy Story friggin' goes there.
1: Dude. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Toy
0: Story. Oh, my... Dude, Zack Snyder's Toy Story? That'd be great. Dude, what if we get Funko Rorschach?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> all these fans looking down we've been we've been left here and he's been gone <laughs>
0: he's been dead but then like it's all since it's also gotta be just like a fandom movie where it's just a bunch of like quotes he's just like everyone's gonna look up and say save me Rorschach and I'm gonna whisper back wubba lubba dub dub I am Pickle Rick <laughs> And then Deadpool pops <laughs> yeah, up and he's yeah, like, oh boy, let's eat some chimichanga's best friend.
1: Is is the group of people who own a lot of Funko Toys also entirely encapsulated by the group who uh, who watches Rick and Morty religiously?
0: Ooh, you know, I I don't know. Because the I like there are the enough, there are probably enough like kids that are like, you know, probably like, adolescents that watch Rick and Morty and love it, but are at the age where they still think that buying Funkos is stupid and a little bit too much like buying toys, which they're trying to get away from because they're in that phase of adolescence where they're like, no, I'm an adult now. Mom, stop buying me toys. I asked for lighters. Exactly. <laughs> Mom, stop buying me these freaking trucks. You're, you're making me look fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, no girls want to bang me if you keep buying me blocks.
1: Meanwhile, six years later, they're like, Mom, please buy me Funkos. No cold, painting."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I need, can, when you send me my rent money, can you also send me some
1: Funkos? Send me Funkos and Chicken Tendies. <laughs> I'm on our incel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mom, please buy me some more Pizza Pops. And also, I need help with my utilities. No! <laughs> uh, I should, I should take a moment and say that this this podcast, you know, is not fully anti-toy. We're not anti-toys. We're
1: just anti-incels
0: oh, no. who take toys too seriously.
1: We're, we're ball cells who take toys too seriously. Mm. But we're anti-incels who take toys too seriously.
0: Exactly, yes. Overall, we are pro-people who like nerdy things and like toys, and if someone wants to buy me the recently announced Detective Pikachu and Bulbasaur toys, I wouldn't say no to them. That is is—that is my official stance. Will you stand by me on this, John?
1: I'll stand by that, but I think that maybe my primary objective here is, is to really cater to the people who take a vow of celibacy or uh, try to regain their virginity. I think that those are uh, those are the people we should be speaking to. Oh, the that's true. Cells.
0: Well, they're the only people that truly live in God's light. So that's what's, you know,
1: important. <laughs> so, a little quick,
0: terminology for you <laughs> that's right yes they are the ones who who stood up in a in a meeting for worship and were like i decided <laughs> to go back to being a virgin and then they get applause
1: wait i don't want to diverge too much but did you ever have people talk about really weird shit during meeting for worship
0: oh absolutely we had people stand up and talk about weird shit during meeting for worship
1: it, it turns into like public I've, i'm jewish but i imagine like catholic confession it turns into like a public airing of grievances like that, but it it gets really dark. Oh yeah.
0: Well, and then you have the flip side of it where I don't know if you had this, but like at, at my Quaker school, there was a teacher who like once every like couple months would stand up during meeting worship and just sing. Yes. That was always something where I was like, I just I I don't I don't understand what's happening here.
1: We had a really, we had a kid who took a lot of shrooms and sort of lost his shit for a while, and he got up and, like, he used to be a, a really great jazz pianist, and he got up and played this, like, horrible version of Happy Birthday during Meeting for Worship while he was, like, tweaking out. Um, That was weird.
0: Well, you know what? You know what would have was saved rough. it, though? Is if, like, at the end of that, he just, like, turned around and he was just like, for Jesus! And then everyone would have just started applauding <laughs> for mr funko oh dude I'm surprised this, one, this one goes out to
1: funko Hellboy. <laughs> funko boy Hellboy. funko Hellboy,
0: this one's for you where are my fellow Funko <laughs> fun boys at dude the fun boys
1: i want i want this to be a collaboration with all of the directors who have done the respected films of these movies like yeah. i want guillermo del toro i want Zack snyder Patty um Jenkins. i want like i want gal gadot I, and like they need to touch on wonder woman's uh israeli defense force roots so
0: Oh, yeah. Well, here's what I want. I I, I think that it would be hilarious if uh, Wonder Woman came in and she just had a thick Russian accent.
1: Pretty <laughs> good. I am Wonder Woman. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, because, you know, in the movie version, obviously Gal Gadot has her accent. A lot of the versions you see, like, she doesn't have any accent. She's just kind of like, Lucy, like, Hello, yes, I am Wonder Woman. Like, she kind of sounds like <laughs> a British person. I am Wonder to...
1: Woman. I am from Minnesota.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Hello, yes, it is me, Wonder Woman, everyone's favorite woman with a whip. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted her to just show up, and she's just like, Oh, hello, Detective Pikachu. I require your assistance to help with the Funko universe.
1: Oh, hello, Mr. Lebowski. I will take one more white Russian, because I am white Russian. Get it? <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
0: get here, you lazy bowling son of a bitch. Let's go save Hellboy. <laughs> Here's the question So how many of these characters are heroes And how many of them are villains In this movie Because keep in mind that of the like main characters Harley Quinn and Darth Vader Are supposed to be two of the major players
1: That's actually a cool crossover I kind of like that like, That pairing is, is good
0: It's like I like um, those characters But I don't know how they're going to do in Funkoville
1: Well Harley Quinn is hot so That's what that's about Even if she's in toy form Yes, and uh, and I
0: will say also on my end, Darth Vader is hot.
1: Oh, Darth Vader is hot. Um, I mean, I think that, um, I always thought that, like, Hellboy was kind of sexy.
0: I'm going to be really interested to see, yeah, how this how this new Hellboy is, because now the new Hell, I've, I've only seen the first uh, Guillermo del Toro Hellboy film, but in this uh, new one with David Harbour, like, they, ha- they have that scene at the trailer where he comes out and he's, like, basically naked and he has those giant, like, full horns. And I'm just like, "Oh." Oh. Well,
1: yeah, wait, I haven't I haven't seen the trailer for this, but David Harbour is like crazy hot. Um, so that's exciting. I totally forgot about that. And that's like perfect casting.
0: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. We don't we, we don't even need to worry about that cuz that's that's the trailer for the movie Hellboy. And this is about Detective
1: that's, Pikachu. That's for the other That's for the other podcast. Yeah,
0: exactly. Once this podcast is done, I'm going to hop right into the Hellboy trailer podcast. Uh, you gotta
1: pick up like a trailer from two thousand nine that people were really excited about, and just and just go back into it, get oh people yeah. really excited about it again. I
0: just investigate different movie trailers, and I'm just like, so what, what? What did we think of this? How did it predict the movie that would come?
1: Oh, okay. So uh, like the best one, I thought that the trailer for Watchmen was one of the best trailers of all time, and it had the Muse song in the background. Oh yeah. And then the movie was just trash. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what's an interesting reverse version of that is apparently uh, the movie that just came out, The Kid Who Would Be King, the one that's, like, new King Arthur. Apparently that movie was, like, pretty good, but the trailer made it look, like,
1: hot garbage. I haven't even heard of it.
0: Yeah, well, no one has, but what's crazy is that it's, like, it's the it's the project— Did you see Attack the Block? No. That was, like, a really good, like, sci-fi movie with uh, John Boyega. Yeah. And it was, like, really good, and apparently, like, this is the director's next project, but, like, it looks so bad compared to, like, Attack the Block.
1: Yeah, I haven't I haven't even heard of it. I know that Attack the Block is supposed to be really good, and then that's sort of how John Boyega got into Star, Star Wars, right?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I think, for, at this point for me, I think all I know about John Boyega is Attack the Block, Star Wars, and
1: uh, he was in Detroit, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's crazy that he's voicing all four Care Bears.
0: Oh, John Boyega? yeah. I mean he's a versatile actor, you know. I'm glad he I'll be interested to see what he does with uh with, with Heart's Bear, with Irish Bear with <laughs> Irish Springs Bear Springs Bear, Sh- the Charmin Bear, all of the Shaman family is in this movie.
1: Matzaball Bear.
0: Dude, I I just saw a, a Charmin commercial where it's, like, all of the members of the Charmin family just, like, sensually rubbing toilet paper. And it just straight up reminded me of that scene in Watchmen where uh Malin Ackerman is getting loved on by four different Dr. Manhattans, and it made me very uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> Wait, I gotta see this. I'm really intrigued. Like, the uh, the families behind some of the most important household objects, that's a really interesting demographic.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, catering to them? I mean, I'm kind of... For it, Because it's clearly a very sexually liberated family, and I'm glad that such a sex-positive force is taking such a huge role in uh, modern marketing, but it, it yeah. does get to be a bit much.
1: Well, it all started when great-grandpa Shaman put paper in his asshole.
0: <laughs> Listen, when our great-grandfather took a sheet of paper and stuck it deep inside of his rectum, he never imagined that bears would be loving each other as a family. If our great grandfather had was our way, a we will hate each member of our family like God intended.
1: He was the Steve Jobs of anal fissures.
0: <laughs> hey, I think if you ask me, Steve Jobs is the Steve Jobs of anal
1: family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was Mr. Helicopter that said that, not me. I don't support that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's not part of the I mean, it's your podcast, but no, of course.
0: Well, but, I mean, I'm you know, look, I'm talking to you through an Apple phone, and I'm recording this on an Apple computer. I can't afford to have Apple thinking I don't like Apple. They'll come for me.
1: You shouldn't talk about them too loud.
0: Yeah. No, it'll be like that. Uh, it'll be like that thing in G-force where all my appliances come to life and try to kill me. <laughs>
1: uh, how,
0: how excited would you be to see Ryan Reynolds' Detective Pikachu interact with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool? Because that's like a big thing. I think could be interesting in this Funko movie if we get Funko Detective Pikachu in there.
1: Okay, so I think I'm totally in the minority here, but I really hate Deadpool, like the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. That's
0: more than fair. I completely understand. No, that. I
1: feel like everyone I talk to, them, they're like, it's such a fun movie, and I'm just like, he, he says, like, fuck a couple times. It's not that, you know, I yeah. don't know.
0: I was more confused that people said Deadpool 2 was better, because I thought that was, like, way worse, but there are a lot of people who are like, no, dude, like, they totally just upped their game.
1: <laughs> I mean, the bar
0: was already really high, but... Oh, dude, like, already, like, Deadpool had just completely taken a shit on Godfather, but then Deadpool 2 just takes <laughs> Godfather 2 out on a boat and then shoots it. <laughs> That's what happens in Godfather 2, right? Fredo gets shot that way?
1: Yeah, Francis Ford is doing Deadpool 3.
0: Mm, very good, very good. Okay, so I have a question. You, you had said uh, that you have a couple theories about the Funko figure movie. W- what are you thinking about this film?
1: Oh, so I sort of I sort of hinted at this in the beginning, but that this is some sort of Suicide Squad for Funko toys. Um, I could totally see that drawing all these, these disparate characters together. Um, I, hopefully it's as good as Suicide Squad, which is just like a, a masterful
0: work. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, and if this is to be a Suicide Squad type movie... The question is, which of the characters is going to be the Will Smith character who looks around at the beginning of the movie and says, What is this, some kind of f- team of Funkos?
1: <laughs> which is, like the Care Bears are just trying to get their son back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the whole movie is just Care Bears doing Taken, and then every now and then Funko Hellboy shows up. He's like, What is this, some kind of Care Bears? I've shared too much already. I'm not sharing anymore. <laughs> I'm not going back there. My asshole can't take it. Oh, boy. <laughs> if Grandfather Charmin had his way.
1: <laughs> Maybe the Charmin Bears will make an appearance. Those are those guys are, like, pretty iconic.
0: They are pretty icon. I. That's all you can hope for is just a lot more corporate overlay with movies.
1: It's going to be the Taco Bell Chihuahua and the Coca-Cola Polar Bears. they're the bad guys
0: yeah and then circles right back we get that Super Bowl commercial with the big uh, Mr. Lebowski and Carrie Bradshaw because apparently she's in that commercial too and that's how we do it
1: (laughs) oh by the way wait so I'm sure that you've talked about this on the show but that's Emma Stone in the trailer for Detective Pikachu right I mean I've watched it like a thousand times but she's not credited in in the, the correct voice role no that's not her That's not her?
0: No, I think it's a it's a newer act I don't want to say new actress because I d I don't know if she has been in anything else. But
1: I I don't it's not Emma Stone. Oh, it's just it's like some other girl with just like massive eyes. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's the girl from Big Eyes. (laughs) At long last! Big Eyes lives
1: Big Eyes, big eyes, big eyes. Can't lose. Alright, bye.